0: Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry and today I am, as promised, reviewing Born Standing Up, A Comics Life by Steve Martin. So it is January the 6th, 2019. And if you have listened to a few episodes back when I challenged all of you guys, my readers, my writers, to choose a number and go after it this year is how many books you're gonna read. So wherever you are picking this up, um, we talked about, you know, being fair, consistent, and picking that number that is really gonna challenge you. So my seventy is on my mind. And I wrote I read Note to Self and I knew Born Standing Up by Steve Martin needed to be my second book. And I'm gonna tell you why I chose it. I chose it because my friend Jody at work, he gave it to me, and he really inspired me to do the challenge. He, like, you know, it's just lovely when you can be around other people, and they make you a better person, and they make you be more reflective and push you. Well, that's what Jody does to me about reading, and he is an avid reader. He reads tons of books a year. I hope to have him on the podcast one day. He teaches with me, so I think you guys would love to listen to Jody um, because I know he inspires me. And he gave me Steve Martin without me knowing that's without him knowing that Steve Martin is on my bucket list of um, comedians that I want to meet. I want to meet him, Jack Black, and Adam Sandler, and um, Robin Williams. Those were my four comedians that have been on my bucket list from like day one of creation. (laughs) so um, I will tell you that him giving me this book, I was like, okay, this is a sign, this is like, okay, I need to read this, I didn't know it existed, Um, you know, truly feeling that there's something in this book that can help motivate me, and y'all, I'm telling you, I've never done a like official book review before. Of course I get on Goodreads and I give author reviews and Amazon reviews of books because I feel like, you know, that's my obligation is to help support other authors and what better way to show my gratitude than to give them a review. But I've never like talked through a book with anybody before. So, you guys are with me on the podcast and are going to hear my takeaways from Born Standing Up. First, I say, get your copy, (laughs) because it is truly a wonderful book. On the back, um, GQ Magazine, uh, Jerry Seinfeld wrote uh, his take on this. He put, absolutely magnificent, one of the best books about comedy and being a comedian ever written. So, I'm not a comedian. I am so corny and um, truly, like... I think of things I could say, like, hours after it happens. So, I'm not reading this, like, to learn comedy tricks or magic tricks or any of that. I just, I was reading it because I just felt, you know, led by Jody giving me the book. And he's somebody that I look up to, Steve Martin. So, I will tell you that after reading it, I saw how... The things that he was saying really apply to my current situation in my current life right now, and I'm going to talk with you through that. So when you are reading books, especially nonfiction books, memoirs, you know, biographies, whatever, how do they apply to you? Like, what can you take away and how can it help change your life? When you're reading fiction, I want you to, you know, look up for author's word choice, Like I told you, like when you're watching a movie, do the same thing. Break it apart. How can it help grow you as a writer? So this book was more, for me, um, a motivational, just a whole motivational push to me, and I'm going to tell you why. Okay. So I was born in 1975, and I found it very cool, just this little bit of information, that in 1975, in the summer in June, which I was born in June, and he doesn't say the date. I'm telling you guys, if it's June 28th, I am going to like roll. I'm telling you. There's some way I got to figure out if it was. Um, He was in North Carolina. He was not in my hometown, because trust me, there's not a comedy club around, but he was in Greensboro, and just the thought of him being in the state <laughs> on June 1975, um, the month and the year that I was born, is just hilarious to me. And um, another thing about the book, when I would read the word small, he would say, you know, a small venue. He would talk about the small clubs that he would play, the small audiences, or the no audiences, and the freeze, and the showing up, and the messing up, And just working through very small, small environments, um, that gave me courage, too, to not give up. You know, we say that to people all the time, you know, never give up on your dreams, never give up. But in the middle of their life, sometimes it's just good to see that there are people, you know, like Steve Martin, like so many other stories. Guys, you can name them right now. Where they started, so small. And Jen Lowry writes, It's a small little community. But we're strong, aren't we? And I'm blessed. And my heart is just overjoyed in the small. Because I know that God is preparing me for great. And it might not be, you know, him walking out to the, 45,000, you know, in the King Tut outfit and the head, you know, the headdress, but that might not be what God has for me walking out to the 45,000 to speak and to motivate or to tour. Whatever it is that God has for me, I know that it's going to be bigger than this. And so being small, like I've told you, you've got to start somewhere When you read Steve Martin's Small, and then you look back now at his lifetime achievements and what he's done, then, you know, it it just kind of, it brings me some hope. It makes me smile. And I felt like I wasn't alone. This book did make me feel like I met him. Like, I took a picture of it. Every time I do something with my bucket list, I take a picture of it, and I keep it. And, of course, I put it on my Pinterest board. I made a Pinterest board for books that I've read in 2019. Because if you take a snapshot, it's going to count them for you. So I already have two on my board. That's how I'm going to keep up with my number. I'm going to go in today and do my Goodreads review. But I take a snapshot, too, from my bucket list. And I just truly feel like while I was reading last night, I started around 6 o'clock. My husband went out to change the oil of his car, and I couldn't put the book down, and I finished it at one in the morning, and I just, I had to read it. I had to keep going, and I feel like I could have read it a lot faster, but I kept stopping and, you know, taking breaks throughout the book, but I really feel like he was in the room with me. Like, I was having a conversation with him, and I was interviewing him for the podcast, and it was like, in my mind, I was, you know, talking back, him and going like, oh, wow, you know, I feel like that right now. And, you know, I, I see that, I, I see what you did, that work ethic and, and, you know, some of the things, just the quotes that he would say, um, in here, I just, I just love it. I just, I just love it. Um, I also found it to be, you know, very inspiring when he starts to talk about the jerk. Now, The Jerk is one of my all-time favorite movies. Um, So is The Man with Two Brains. And, in fact, as soon as I got to the part, like, my husband was sitting beside me, and he was going, have you got to the part where he's making movies yet? And I'm like, I don't know if that's what this one's about. I don't think it's going to be about that. It's about his stand-up. It's about him going around and him on, you know, Johnny Carson, and then him being on Saturday Night Live. And I don't know if it's going to talk about his transition over into movies. And y'all, no kidding, like within five minutes, it says in the book, and, I, I, and so what I didn't do is I didn't mark where I could talk to you guys through this, but he says in the book, I had this idea, and, and it's not maybe quoted verbatim, and when I saw the idea that he had, and I knew it was the line from the jerk, like immediately, I knew that what he was that's what he was about to talk about, <laughs> and I was like... Oh my gosh, here it is. And um, I read it out loud to my husband. And he just laughed. Just and my husband has this boisterous laugh. You know, the kind that when you're in the movie theater you really kind of slink down a little bit further in your chair. That's my husband. You should have seen him when we were at It. Like I don't know why he found so many parts of It movie funny and he would laugh out loud. <laughs> but sure enough, he laughed out loud when I read just the line of The Jerk. And then I started reading him things about how he talked about the creative process that it went through, and that all of his past experiences, him learning to rope, things like that, led to scenes, a part of his stand-up, about he wanted to carry the ashtray away with him. That became a part of the movie. And that's when it hit me that every small thing As irrelevant as it may seem to many people, the small things that I'm doing now, they're like pieces of a puzzle. And then when each piece gets put into place, one day when whatever it is, my fill in the blank, whatever happens, I'll say, well, this experience led me to that. And it let me know that my time is coming. And so however small and of a little snapshot that this may appear right now, I know that my experiences are shaping me. They're making me stronger. They're, you know, helping me grow as a person, as a writer, as a Christian. Like, I know all of that. I know it. And it was like firmly planted. That seed was firmly planted deep down into my soul last night. And I'm like, okay, God, through the power of the Holy Spirit, I'm going to watch all of this play out. And I'm just going to sit back and I'm going to give you complete control of this. And it's just seeing that happen, you know, through Steve Martin's life, I know what's going to happen to me one day. It's going to happen to you too. So, all of his past experiences, like leading up to the writing of The Jerk and the alignment of, you know, writing that screenplay and his contacts and the people that he knew, it just all fell into place. And it was at a time for him when I, I believe that, you know, like he felt like it was time off the road, on to something else, keeping things fresh. There's something else that I found very powerful in the book that really I could relate to, and that was his work ethic and his reflection. He even journaled. and He took personal notes, and there is a page in the book, which I love. Oh, my gosh, it turned to it right now. No joke, guys, on page 52. Um, And it's in his handwriting, and he puts these little snapshots in there, And that has encouraged me because I know at the end of the year, I'm going to make a new devotional. I make one devotional each year. Um, That's something that I like to do for my, you know, my personal publications. And I loved when I saw pictures of him and his family, pictures of his notes, of his handwritten notes. And I'm like, you know what? My pictures are not just for Pinterest. My pictures are for a purpose. My pictures are not just for an Instagram snapshot now for me to put a link to the podcast. My pictures are going to go in my Challenge Devotional for next year, whatever that Challenge Devotional is going to be. I don't know what it's going to be about. This year, it's for men and women and teenagers and and adults and any ages and um, backgrounds so I don't know where God will lead me for the challenges, but I'm going to continue to take the pictures and keep them so that way I will house them because I love this part of the book. It was so personal and I just love reading it. So for his reflection notes, what he would do is he would go on a set, he would perform no matter what the, um, the time period, it was a like five minute set or 15, 25 set, whatever. He would do that and then he would go back to his hotel room or he would go back home And then he would make notes right away. And he would reflect on, you know, what worked, what happened with the crowd, what didn't work. And um, he would say, like, leave out this. Um, There was one went really good, went real good. Put in reg act. So put in a regular act. Um, He talked about rapport with the audience. Which I really liked. Um, And then I love what he put. Show went over good in spite of all corrections. And I think that we need to leave our notes on a positive one. He actually wrote good gag. And then at the bottom, um, this must have been a line of a joke that he um, put there at the end and he, and he put a line there. So I guess that was maybe one of his favorite lines. I'm not sure what that meant, but I'm like, you know what, instead of doing reflection notes and leaving the negatives as the last thing we see, you know, start off with learning opportunities and then close it off by giving ourselves affirmations, positive statements and saying, you know what, in spite of it all, it was a good podcast. You know, that's what happened to me the other day. You know, I don't go back and listen to the podcast. But I had a special interview with a best-selling author. And we had some connection issues, which were totally beyond my control. And I do believe that the Holy Spirit in the moment leads us to talk and to be. And that is the way that it's meant to be recorded. And I don't want to rehearse it. I don't want to take twos, threes, and fours. I don't want to stop and pause and then go back and cut. I want my audience to know that whatever they're listening to on the podcast is done. Like, you know, without a script, in the moment, from the heart, from the Holy Spirit, driving everything, that that's actually the podcast director here. And, um, when I received the news that there were a lot of breaks, overlaps, voices were going over each other, at first it did make me feel really sad, and I was like, oh, I don't want that to be, you know, I want it to be as professional as it can be, and, you know, I don't have the money to go out and get all of the fancy equipment, the mics, and um, I don't have a sound room, and, you know, working on my phone, and, and things like that, but I'm like, you know what, finally I got the Confirmation back where you know, but it was a good message, and it was meant to be, and that was from the the person that I was interviewing. So I'm praying that, you know, he's okay with it, because I had to come to terms with it, and then I had to leave with something good because then I received a positive testimony where someone contacted me who had read on um, lit. I said read the podcast, who had listened to the podcast, and said that they felt like the author was talking directly to them and that they had been denying a lot of things that the Lord had been telling them to do for years and that they would write things down and then they wouldn't follow through with it. Then they would say, well, it wasn't a calling from the Lord, but the Lord kept knocking on their door so that now they were going to be more motivated and that they were going to start writing them down and they were going to do what the Lord had called them to do. So if nobody else listens to that podcast you know, And they didn't once say, your audio was bad. <laughs> they didn't once give me a negative critique of my interviewing skills. <laughs> the message went through exactly as we prayed that it would do. So, the show went over good in spite of all the corrections. And I'm going to take that quote from these notes that, Steve Martin wrote in Born Standing Up and I'm gonna apply them to my own life. And I challenge you to do the same thing. One last thing that I really felt connected to the book. I'm telling you, it's like I was talking to him, guys. It was like I was like, yes, yes. (laughs) Was I could feel his gratitude. And what I mean by that is that when he went from you know, different stages of his career, he always talked about people of influence. And I'm not talking about people of wealth or or that. I'm talking about people that influenced him, people that he learned from. He was constantly learning, constantly pushing himself to be better. And he took joy in the learning process like I do but he took joy in other people and watching them do what they do. So I love being around passionate people. They motivate me. They get me fired up. There's someone that I know. She's another doctor, but she's a scientist, and she speaks a language that I do not. But just to listen to her speak about you know, antimicrobial resistance, and watching her in her element, I am so impressed with her. She glows. Yes, she's talking about antibiotics, and strains, and foods, and (laughs) industry, and pharmaceuticals, and she glows. It's like a light. It's her passion It is her mission in life, (laughs) and she's found it, and she inspires me, and so when I get to hear her speak, I've heard her speak a couple of times, and then I was in a meeting with her, and I just loved it so much, because I was on this uh, planning meeting with her for a workshop, uh, professional development, and just being around people like that, I learned from them. Whether it's the content, maybe not necessarily, you know, 100%, I to learn a lot. But, you know, I learn from their style. I learn from their wellspring, of what they have. And this is what he was doing constantly. He was an observer of people. And he was a sponge. So when he worked at Disneyland and he was in the magic shop, he talked about those, those people that were very instrumental for him. And that like when one door would close, another one would open. And then he would move into a new arena, a new area. And he was growing and growing. It's because he was open to learning from other people. And he had fun with people. And he took risks with people. He traveled to New York with people. He he was bold. And he wasn't afraid. Now, I'm not saying that there was no fear in that. Because any time we take a risk, I'm sure there's a, you know, oh, 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 what could this be? But he did it. He pushed through it. And so I will say that I loved every time he spoke a caring word about someone, my heart actually smiled. And then the more I went through the book and I really saw that that was a pattern with him. Like, throughout, he gave credit to so many people in this book. He called out so many names and it wasn't for name dropping. It wasn't. I mean, it's Steve Martin. His name dropped on the cover, please. That's it, the end. (laughs) But it wasn't about that. It wasn't, you know, to say, I'm I'm this because, you know, I hung out with, you know, the eagles. (laughs) You know, or something like that. It wasn't anything like that. It was how this one person that, you know, was in his life. And how this person connected to the next person and the next experience. And how this door opened. And his relationships with people. The gratitude was the common thread from beginning to end. And that's something that I can always draw from. Because I'm always trying to uplift people. I'm always trying to let people know in the moment how much I appreciate them. You know, not to wait. But to, like, send them text, like, I'll send friends text out of the blue. And I know they probably think I'm crazy, but I just feel led. Like, sometimes I'll say, you know what, I'm really glad you're in my life. And, you know, thank you for supporting me. Um, a while ago, I did a Facebook Live, and my friend got on there, and I'm like, you know what, thanks for being my cheerleader. You're my cheerleader, you know. You know, I looked at my friend yesterday, one of my librarian friends, and I'm like, you know what, you know, it's really cool to be friends with a librarian. But it's really cool to be friends with you. Like, you're just, you're just a great person. I went on Facebook yesterday and told someone, you know, Jody, just thank you. You know, I'm starting off with the book that you gave me. And who would have known that it was a perfect book for me for the beginning of the year? Like, this was a godsend. Because everything that I could take from this is like personal inspiration for me. So not only do I feel like I know Steve Martin, and I feel like I have actually accomplished a bucket list, and I've also booked two of the year, you know, Steve Martin, for my challenge for myself for reading, but it's it's more than that. It's every time I read, I take a piece of the book with me, and I store it up as a treasure in my heart. And so now I have these pages in my heart. I have these words flowing through my veins now. They're a part of who I am. This book is a piece of my puzzle. Because there's so much that I could learn from this. There's so much that I could do from this. And it has nothing to be about me being a stand-up comedian <laughs> or learning how to do magic rings or the dove trick. But it's about being just a good person and having a work ethic and taking risk, and believing in myself and doing this thing that oftentimes feels so lonely. And doing it because I love it. So, that's my review of Born Standing Up, A Comic's Life by Steve Martin. Like I said, I, I've, I've never done a book review before. I've never um, talked through my personal experiences with books. But I hope that this has sparked you to say, wow. I gotta go check this out, and I will tell you that today I am gonna be watching the Jerk and the Man with the Two Brains because I think those are my two favorite. I mean, the Jerk is my f- my number one favorite, um, Steve Martin, but the Man with the Two Brains, I just absolutely adore that that movie. So I'm gonna be doing a Steve Martin marathon today um, in honor of him, and, I, and I'm just gonna laugh. I'm, I'm just going to laugh. And the next time, and my author friends are going to get this, the next time when I say, oh, I have an idea. I wish I could find it really fast in the book. I wish I could. Um, but the next time I say, when I have an idea, I'm going to remember that there was one time when Steve Martin said, I have an idea. And the lines of the jerk came to him. So never second guess your ideas. Go with them. You know, for as long as they lead. Oh, I'm I'm, I'm trying to find it. Um, Okay, here it is. Here it is. His line is on page 188. I had an idea for a film. It came from a line in my act. And he tells the line and he goes, that was the idea. And that was all I had. So you take your idea. And you pray over it. Then you play with it. Then you muse over it. And you work it. And then you let it be. Let it be. Let it become. I challenge you. Alright y'all, if you've ever read Born Standing Up by Steve Martin, here's what I want you to do. I want you to message me, you can do so through the Anchor app and I can attach it to this podcast or you can send it to me on email and I'll go through those and I can pick one to add um, to the podcast on how this book has inspired you. What was your takeaway? So if you've read Born Standing Up by Steve Martin, I'd love to hear from you. Take a picture of the books that you're reading right now and tag me at Jen Lowry Writes. Tag me on Twitter. Um, I'm on Instagram. Share it with me through Facebook. Um, show me what you're reading now. So maybe that one will be on my list of my 70 books that I'm going to read for this year. So I hope that you guys have a wonderful, wonderful time with Born Standing Up by Steve Martin as much as I did. So thanks again, Jody, for giving me this book and for it being my second book of the year. I would like to pray together my favorite Bible verse, Psalm 118, 24. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Dear Heavenly Father, help us to find joy. Let us rejoice in the day. Bring people to us that make us laugh, that make us feel good, and that we can learn from, God. Thank you, Lord, for Steve Martin. I pray for him. I pray for his family. I pray that he knows you, Lord, and that he is walking close with you today. Thank you, God, for his grateful spirit. And help me to be more like that. To where I can thank those people in the moment for their help and their support and their love and their encouragement. And thank you, Lord. Thank you for all that you've done for us. Thank you for these gifts of words, God. Continue to supply those gifts and we will use them. Let us not have a blank page, God. Let it be filled with words that can inspire and bring people closer to you. And just to let them be glad in the day that they hold our books in their hands. Continue to bless and keep us, Lord. We ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.